From WBEZ Chicago, I'm Odette Youssef. When we think and talk about gangs and gun violence in Chicago, let's be honest. We're picturing teen or 20-something boys. But that's not a complete picture. The first time that they made me hold a gun was when I was 13, 14 years old, I think. Christina is a 17-year-old girl. She lives with her family in a northwest Chicago neighborhood, and we're not using her full name to protect her identity. There aren't as many girls involved with Chicago gangs as there are guys. But on the streets, people know girls are involved. They have their own roles and their own reasons. And for Christina, none of it ended up being worth the cost. A caution, there will be descriptions of abuse and physical violence. This is Christina's story. Part of me thought, like, who, like, okay, they finally see that I'm one of them giving me some type of respect out here, making me hold one other guns. It just felt like an honor, I guess. It was uh, a 380, I think, or a 9. But then there was another part of me that felt like nervous. I was shaky that the lodges will come by and then they will stop me and they will find me with it. And then there was another time where I just thought, like, what if one of the rival gangs just passed by and they made me pull the trigger? What would I do? Or would I just freeze or not? For me, I would have seen the respect that the guys would have get in the, in the hood. So I I was thinking to myself, I want to have that same respect. I want to be one of them. I want to be known out here. In my family, I have older heads, so they kind of just blessed me. And but I did earn my name. I did get the respect I wanted from them. I had to prove myself to them. I was kind of in charge of the girls my age. If I thought they was worthy enough, I would usually just bless them in. Some of the girls, I thought they were kind of weak, so I would make them just do little missions, go out and investigate what other gang members are trying to build up against us. They would have to just go undercover. And other girls, well, if I didn't really think they were worth enough, I'll just let the guys handle it, and if they were going to pull a train on that girl, well, that was on them. And by train, I mean, like, they will have to sexually do stuff with them. If the girl denied it, then they will get beat up, and then they will like, just left them there. I proved myself little, little by them. Like, when one of the guys would get caught in the jam, and by that I mean, like, if the other rival gang has a gun and they point it out, I'll just get in front of one of the guys. And I'll say, you have to kill me before you kill him. And then I'll just wait for the guy, whichever guy I'm with, to take off. And I'll just stay behind. The girls, usually, they never get in trouble. So the guys do. They usually have a record ready, and the girls are just clean. And if the girl would take the blame for them, then it would be good, because sometimes they will just get off with a warning. Sometimes the minimum that you do was a couple months, and then you'll be out. And then you'll be back where you was at, the same spot, but you earn um, more respect because you took the blame and you showed them, okay, the shorty really rocking with us. There were some times that the guys would be driving, but if the girls were in the car with us, then we had to take the gun and we have to end up shooting the other gang. I also got two points that I have to shoot. I have to pull the trigger sometimes. Were you good? If I was good. Mm. Well, for me, like I said, I was okay at it, but it was just like, it was just the feeling like 
you have to get over it. You have to do what you gotta do to survive out here in the streets. Did you ever hit anyone? Um, if I ever hit anybody. I think I did one time, but um, I wasn't sure. So. Do you think about that? Not really. I don't think about it at all. It's just like it never comes up to my head. It's just like I think because everything that I've been through is just like I don't feel bad for other people. It's just like I guess I'm kind of cold-hearted in a way since the things that I've been through since I was a child. It's just like I don't feel bad for nobody. My life changed when I was eight years old. I was actually molested by my stepfather. I never spoke up until I was 11 years old, so it, it continued for a couple years. That made me and my mom really officially split up because she chose him over me because she thought I made it up. And that was another reason why me and my little brother got close because he was the only one who believed me. He was the only one that never judged me. He was, he took care of me, he looked after me, he never left me alone after that day that I finally spoke up when I was 11. And well, once I saw the guys in the neighborhood, I was like, they could look after me. They will not let another guy put their hands on me. They will look after me like if I was their baby sister. And some of them did, some of them took me under their wings and some of them just looked after me and they didn't let nothing happen to me. And that's why when my little, I lost my little brother, it's just like, it really affected me. Like I stopped eating. I just don't even wanna be here no more in this world. I can't sleep at night at all because it brings me back to that day that he got shot. Before summer began, he told me, I have a feeling. I really have a feeling that one of us is going to die this summer. And I told him, don't say that because we're going to be good. We're not going to be posted up this summer. It's just going to be us two. We're just going to do our own thing. He said, no, I still have a bad feeling. One of us is going to die this summer. Just watch. Before summer even begins, one of us is going to die. And I told him, don't say that. Just don't say that. Just stay in the house. I'll do what I got to do. You just stay in the house and just finish school and you do you. He was like, I just want to graduate eighth grade. That's all I want to do. I'm just be focused and graduate eighth grade. And I said, do that because at least I graduated eighth grade. So he was like, all right, then. Then April came around the first day. I remember that day, April 1st, I had woken up first and I had told him if he wanted to go out to eat. He said, yeah. So we was walking down my block and I saw two guys. I saw them with black hoodies and I told him, watch out. I got in front of my brother. The two guys across the street said, we've been looking for your bitch ass. Now run, cause today's the day you're gonna die. I got in front of my brother, he jumped the gate, and he took off. I ran after the other guy, and once I heard the first shot, my heart just dropped, and I screamed, and I said, no. I ran towards the alley. I heard four other shots. I ran towards the alley, and once I looked down, I saw my brother laying down on the floor. I ran to him, I took off my sweater, and I put it on his head, and I was like, don't leave me. Don't leave me, bro, you're the only thing I have. 
and he looked at me one time, but then his eyes went all white. So I told him, don't leave me, you can't leave me. I threw my phone to his girlfriend. I said, call 911, just call 911. I kept screaming my brother's name over and over again, and I said, don't leave me, bro. You can't leave me. You're everything I have right now. You're the only thing I have. You're my everything. I kept shaking. I was like, you can't leave me. You can't leave me. After that, uh, the firemen got there, and the ambulance, police officers. So after we had buried him, I told him I laid down three flowers. One that I was gonna give revenge on his name, no matter what it takes, that his name will always be known out here. The second was I was gonna do the things, I was gonna accomplish the things he couldn't accomplish. And the third is I was gonna leave the streets for good. But it's just really hard. Sometimes like the pain inside me is just killing me little by little. I don't like to do things that I used to. I'm always in the house 24-7. I don't really like to come out. Because everything I do reminds me of him. It's really hard for me. He was everything to me. The guys asked me, why don't you be out here no more in the hood? And I said, what's the point? I lost everything already. There's no point of me being out here gambling. It's like, y'all didn't even do nothing. It's been four months since my brother been gone, and nothing has happened. The guy that killed him is still out here. They got mad because I didn't want to be posted up. But I told him no matter what, if y'all if y'all have to give me a bella, then I'll take it. I'll get violated. Y'all can hit me as much as I want. But I'm not coming back to the streets because I made a promise to him. So I left the streets. I'm trying to get back into school. And that made me see the real meaning of the streets is... And so you lose somebody, what's the point of being here? It takes this much to know that the streets don't love you.